0: What I do, translate culture, make it possible for our culture to continue to have the significant impact on global fashion it has now.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to You Have to Wear Something. I'm still your host, Nicole Briggs, and today is another lovely Sunday morning. Um, we sprang forward. I think. I think that's why I'm so tired. But I got my coffee, and I'm ready to present a story that's so special. Today we have wonderful guests, founders Brandon Winslow and Danny Burke of Made for All Clothing. It is um, luxury athleisure. It's 100% Black owned. Um, They have been developing this since 2015 and it has finally launched end of year last year. And I was lucky enough to meet, I believe, Brandon at the Black on the Block Festival. If you don't know what that is, hit your Googles. Um, It's a wonderful event um, on the weekend for um, Black-founded companies. Welcome to the show, fellas.
0: Hello. Good morning. Thank you for having us.
1: I'm so excited. Now, did I get that right? Because when I hear Danny and Brandon and I don't know y'all personally, <laughs> I'm like, which one is Danny and which one is Brandon? Who did I meet?
0: You met me, Brandon. That okay. is correct. Okay, yes. so
1: nice to, to uh, you know, audio meet Danny. Thank <laughs> you for being yes. And um, I'm already enjoying my made for all. I kind of did this in reverse. Usually I meet founders and then I try out the stuff. But I was um, so excited to try out stuff. And as well as my boyfriend, Jeremy, was able to get a few pieces that he loves. He said that you um, reposted him. He was very excited about
0: that. Yes, yes. I saw it recently. I appreciate you both supporting us. Um, I like it doing it this way, right? So now you get to talk about our pieces because you wore them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I will say, um, well, let's just start with like the journey. I know you've told your story a million times. We need to keep on hearing it because, as you know, as black founders, um, it can be tough and rough and bumpy. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, too, I just want to say to our audience, you know, this is a treat for me because I have a lot of black women on the show and just a lot of women in color. Um, or who identify mm-hmm. as other or hit the other box. So I never had a lot of men. So yay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: men do listen to this show as well. Like, right. right, are founders too. Yes, um, we are. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, from 2015, I know you guys were living life and building careers and going to school. Tell mm-hmm. me about like, not, I hate when people say like, what took you so long? It's like, it takes the time that it's going to take, right? Yep.
2: Exactly. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I think that's one thing we cherish now, that, I mean, before we wanted to put it out in 2015, like, me and Danny was, I think it was at my rooftop pool. Pool side, Um, yep. Pool pool side, yeah. So we was just kind of figuring out, like, you want to do underwear, you want to do underwear. So we just sat there for a couple hours, and little cocktails. We came up with the name Made, and and it's just, we had this whole underwear thing, because at that time, it wasn't that many black brands in the underwear scene um Mm -hmm. and underwear is essential so we wanted to do something we didn't know to the extent of it but we knew that's what we wanted to do but um life hit us um Mm -hmm. I ended up getting a I ended up getting a job um working for rock nation and uh, I was ended up being director of client services handling like the west coast for athletes and high level talents there but um yeah just life hit us in the seven years and so the same with Danny 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 um end up going to school okay end up end up working danny you're mba right I,
1: I think he dropped i don't know if that's a wi-fi uh, thing but it's no. okay it's
0: okay <laughs> so so we'll, but, i'll keep going so um yeah danny ended up going to get into school uh well, she's on it like, to kind of combat with me but love school i don't like school but you know we, we need school but anyway that's another topic but um <laughs> Yeah. And then we met again, I guess, in seven, like seven years later, 2022, beginning of last year, a year ago. Um, it was just like it was time. I i was doing real estate, too, as well. But I'm like, let's I had the time. So I was like, let's do it. Um, Danny, too, has some time. So we just started all together.
1: Yeah. And we can take a short break and loop uh, Danny back in. This is life. Everyone is used to that. Things happen. So let's take like a brief break and try to loop everyone uh, back in and we'll be right back. Okay. Hi, welcome back. And we're just waiting for Danny to join us. Yep. So
2: he could tell us his story. Welcome back, Danny. (laughs) Hi, Danny. That was so weird because like I was hearing everything y'all was saying. just wouldn't let me talk i don't know what's going on
1: (laughs) i'm sorry about that it's 2023 listen (laughs) spotify joined the chat for anchor on this platform so i was hoping it would be better but you know things happen uh in the ether but danny um Brandon was telling me about how you like school. He's not a fan of school, but <laughs> I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm not a fan of school either. And I was an excellent student. I thought I was going to be an academic. And I was like, I don't care about 50, 11 degrees. Like, I do not care. But um, I do love school. And I love people who can have the stamina to do that plus life. So, uh, Danny, fill us in on, like, your school journey before May was officially launched.
2: Yeah, so I was going to jump in and say that, like, besides school, I think part of our journey was also figuring out, once we knew we wanted to do the underwear, was, like, going through that journey of, like, well, where do we get this stuff made, right? Mm-hmm. And I think we, that was initially one of our struggles. Um, and then life happened, right? Um, and as Brandon said, he went to Rock Nation. I went into an MBA program, Um and I do have hopes to go to my PhD at some point. I'm, I'm figuring that out. I love business, I love consumer behavior. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that like, I really look to tie into what we do, is really understanding the future of retail and the entanglement between retail and consumer behavior and how both of those influence each other to evolve.
1: And Danny, what did you go to school for? Like, what would this PhD journey be like? Your MBA is in business.
2: Yeah. So my 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 BA is in organizational behavior studies, so the study of people groups and how they interact within organizations um, or small people groups. And then my BA, my MBA is similar. It's people and strategy, which is, in a sense, uh, organizational behavior, as well as marketing management. My PhD that I'm looking at is essentially a communications degree in persuasion and influence and how media um, can be used to shift and sway your opinion or your attitude on a product or or a thing or a place or whatever.
0: Oh, they know I all this that. part.
2: I like, <laughs> I, right.
1: Wow. Well, Brandon, I think I think you should go ahead and let that man go to school then. No, he can go
0: to school because <laughs> I, I, I need him. This <laughs> <He just, laughs> cannot work without, without his brain. So it's perfectly fine with me. But uh. Yeah.
1: But it, um so i want to hear more about like where do we get this stuff made because i think everyone's like i want to clothing line i'm gonna go downtown yeah, get some t-shirts right. and get a yeah. printing machine like so, tell me more run about for that. the hills
2: run for the hills Yeah,
0: <laughs> literally i think um d- during that seven-year process like we were still trying to figure it out i mean we were we were busy consumed with work but we were still exploring options like danny said to get it made like where are we gonna get this made um we probably went that we did the same thing we googled we went downtown we went to mm-hmm. these companies um i probably bounced around to five different companies and to get to get our samples made um and that was a journey in itself everything was sent overseas everything was coming back different quality mm-hmm. than we wanted um and it's just it just wasn't it i think that's probably the biggest frustration that we were spending yep. tons of money um, going to these co- these big companies, and they were so shipping our of stuff time,
2: off. Too. Tons of time, too. Yeah. Tons of yeah, a lot of back and forth. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of back and forth. A lot of mistakes. Um, and then I, I will say a year ago, um, I I know someone also in fashion, and she introduced me to somebody, who introduced me to somebody, and we came across our mm-hmm. our manufacturer, Frank. Um, and he's actually we met with him. Um, we wanted to use the underwear. We kind of went through the whole. We wanted like this, the the context, me the, I mean, the uh, spandex, cotton, and all this stuff. And he's like, "Yo, like let's do something different. Like, let's do bamboo." So, you know, not only was our manufacturer like hands on, like everything is sourced and made here. The bamboo is made here. The tin cell, um, our terry, yeah. our fleece, everything is made in Los Angeles. Um, and, and this this our manufacturer is like family now. Like we I probably talk to him every day.
2: To add to that, so, like, when we when we talk about everything being sourced here locally, not only is it sourced here locally, but we put in a concerted effort to use POC vendors. Like, we mm-hmm. intentionally try to make sure that we're spreading that out. And no, that's not just, like, black vendors. That's, like, black, brown, like, etc. right? Yeah. Like we're ensuring yeah. that, like, most of the vendors that we try to move around and work with, collaborate with, and do any type of business with are... Mm-hmm. Uh, By individuals, just because we want to make sure that those dollars are staying within the community, because we know um, data shows that dollars once they leave the black community are gone within hours, as opposed to other communities where they spend their dollars, they're there for like a month.
1: Yeah, I think like yeah. the black dollar like revolves once, and in um, other communities revolves eleven or twelve times. Yes. Um, Yeah, I'm definitely interested in this too. That's why I'm glad you're here on the show because I literally talk about this shit all the time. And I'm like, you know, sometimes people are like, what? I'm like, it's a whole economy, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I don't understand um, about like how communities are built from a financial standpoint, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, it's not just like buy black, support black, but it's it's more complex uh, than that. So I'm glad you spoke to that.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's been an exciting journey. Um, like, even, even when we first, we kind of got rolling now with Frank, we liked everything, we moved forward. Uh, our line that we were going to drop last June, which just consisted of four items, um, which were just underwears. And then I mean, looking at it, like, hanging up. up on a rack, it was like, yo, this is not enough. Like, just, mm-hmm. I mean, also, the industry's changed. Like, we can't just sell underwear. <laughs> we have to do more. Um, and then we just added some more... Did some more loungewear um do we have sweats we had sweats we had shirts so we end up launching in august we pushed a couple months with frank and we launched with 23 different items
2: and to, to kind of jump in there like that's where we were like all right we have loungewear we have underwear we have t-shirts we have all this stuff like we're we're no longer obviously we're no longer underwear and we don't want to position ourselves within just loungewear that's really not the type of brand that we were wanting to focus on and so that's where we came up with modern luxury leisure wear and that idea of some having a, an item that you can be comfortable, that's quality, and you can kind of be around the house in, but then you can throw on, you know, your red bottoms, you know, whatever and match it up and then step out the house in it. And so it's more of that leisure wear item that extends outside the house and is still trendy and yeah.
1: No high-low style, high-low glamour, whatever. Like premium to luxury, dots here to stay. Um, and I just want to ask a question about fabric. Like tencel, is that rayon? I feel like it's a version of rayon. It's super
0: soft, though. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's it is somewhat of a version of it. Um, I don't know any details of top top, okay. but yes, it, it is.
1: Okay, no, that's fine. That's fine. I just remember tencel being like maybe a cousin of rayon, which I think comes from trees and all that, all Mm -hmm. that stuff. But um, we can nerd on fabric another time. Um, (laughs) So um, I want to get into what you said, because people started working from home, people got in their cozy stuff, right? Um, All of these loungewear brands like launch with like the matching colored, Mm -hmm. you know, sweats, it was like, But what's really dope is I feel like also in COVID, there was a lot more BIPOC brands launching Mm -hmm. with you launching like in 2022, what were you thinking during that time when you saw all of these brands launching and you were still kind of doing your design and development? Like, were you feeling pressured to like, yo, we, we got that too.
0: No, I don't even think I was personally even thinking about all that. It was just timing for me. Like I, I I didn't have this job that consumed my life anymore. So it was just more so just the timing. Um, I think now I look back, it's like, dang, you know, like I didn't even think like all the other brands similar, but I just know ours we're similar, but we're different. Um, Our price point is very competitive. Our quality is, it's it's fantastic. I mean, you're not getting that quality for that price point that we're selling items for now. Um, So, (laughs)
2: yeah, I think that we looked at it from a really like brand stand, a branding standpoint where, yeah, there, there's companies out there may, that may be doing similar stuff, but we were going to try to do it different, right? We wanted to try to bring something that was accessible within our core line and then like move into something that was um, a little bit more high level um, but we really came about it from like that that made for all perspective, and saying like, okay, well, what does this mean for us, and what what will this mean for other people? And so we really wanted to have sort of not just a value proposition that spoke to our quality and and, and like and beating competitors in that quality as and mm-hmm. still beating them in price, but we wanted to speak to it in a way that like also beat what other brands stood for. And I think that's what we do better, and that's what we do best.
1: Yeah, you have like a story yeah. mission, your mission focus. Um, I did like that, and I did like the attention to detail. It's so hard to see the quality of your fabric, which is impeccable. Like I, my just a little bit about me, my background. I have managed at Hugo Boss, and I've had a streetwear company, and I've um, worked for Alexander McQueen, and been on uh, buying teams and, um, been, you know, specialists and stuff like that for different brands, like contemporary brands. So the quality is definitely, definitely there. I would say you definitely have a competitive price point. Were you at all thinking about competition in your research? Like, is there another, was there another black owned, um, Underwear brand in mind. I mean, I know that Savage Fenty, which is like a whole other mm-hmm. thing when you have a celebrity made brand, but she makes boxers and things like that for men. But was there anyone else that was like a North Star? Like, yo, they did oh, it.
2: We have ops for sure. Okay. okay. <laughs> we have ops that to roll up on. You know what I'm saying? We're new mobsters in this. We're coming at it from a different perspective, but we definitely have ops. <laughs> we're not not even, I, okay.
1: Got it. And then, you know, I mean, just to speak about competition, um, because we were like, oh, well, what makes it different? And I can speak to it, too. Like the quality, even like the duster bag, all of those things were high quality. I can say with my full chest that it was one of the most impressive, if not the most impressive booth at Black on the Block, you know. And it also shows intention, too. Like, you you don't get to see it and touch it unless you... Are caring about something like Black on the Block, right? And you mm-hmm. make an intention to mm-hmm. go there, to see it, to feel it, to learn about it. Um, yeah, like, it, it, like how do you convey the quality? Because when you look at the site and you see the your lovely models in it, it is so hard to like convey it, the the quality. That's our struggle. It
0: it that that is our struggle. Um, I'm a visionary, you know, Danny. Danny's just, I call it like a nerd. Danny's smart. Like, so it's like, we don't have, we're not creative creatives, like where we can, so that, that's our biggest struggle, trying to put that all together in photos. Um, I think in person, like Blocking a Block was fantastic for us, just because we, you know, people were actually able to feel the product. Because in LA, we just have a showroom. Um, so I know we're going to do more of these pop-ups and we're still focusing on our creatives. We're still, wants to shoot things different ways. We're seven months in. Um, we're still a baby brand, but we're, we're, we're going at it hard. Um, so hopefully over time we'll develop that really yeah. quick, but that, that is, that is our weakness.
2: It, it's something that we've, and we've recognized that from the beginning. Right. And so it's something that we're just finding our way in how to best go about allowing people to experience the brand, experience the product. Right. Um, and that's why black on the block, was one of our outlets. It was like, yo, we need to get into experiential marketing here and allow people to actually touch and feel this so that they can then translate, like, why we are what we are, right? Because online, whether it was, like, our our website um, or in our digital ads, like, it literally has been almost impossible to encourage people to understand, like, yo, we're better. We have quality. Like, we're we understand our supply chain we're not just buying the cheapest material out there so that we can put out a product we're not trying to be fast fashion we're, we're trying to we're developing not trying we're, we're developing something that is going to stay in your closet
1: yeah right? I'm, I'm definitely not a fast fashion fan or consumer i've always hated knockoffs i just felt like hey if i can't get the real thing then i need to be making different mm-hmm. decisions in life yeah. To work mm-hmm. a harder so I can get the real thing. I will say, like, just for me, when I touched the fabric, I was thinking, like, vacay, I was like, Aspen, this is what I would wear in my lodge. That's, like, that's exactly
0: like that was the vision in the beginning of those items you, you were touching too. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You no, know, I think that, um, it's so much high level, and the only feedback I, feedback I can say is that we're at a kind of an impasse with luxury and streetwear, right? So mm-hmm. luxury streetwear brand, like, I feel like your site or your ads read, like, a luxury streetwear, but I feel like it's even more elevated than, than that, right? Like a Supreme, like, you're above a Supreme t-shirt, but people are spending more on, like, a Supreme, <laughs>
0: Supreme you, gallery you know, apartment, like, all those brands, yeah. It's
1: scratchy cotton, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, but I you know I definitely um, I think just it's a wonderful launch it's a great line it feels really good all the components on like the product are definitely definitely there and you know I mean our people look listen if we want to talk about our people our community we can we get to say this shit but like when everyone (laughs) is starting a t-shirt line and the product is not comfy like I have eczema I do not have time for that I'm
0: sorry
1: (laughs) (laughs) you know like love us i love us yeah but we gotta you know sometimes like i can't see the logo and this is not to knock anyone even at like places like black on the block because there is a reason why black founders don't have access or the funding you saw that in your own journey so Mm -hmm. it's not to knock that too there are barriers and obstacles in place that keep us from doing executing our vision fully
0: for sure yeah um
1: do you have an example of when you were developing it like like maybe uh I don't want to say like where does being other step in, being black men, like were there something something I, I've had a situation where I wanted like a pattern made and then I, you know, my name is Nicole Briggs, and then I show up and like all of a sudden like the level of professionalism kind of diminishes a little bit. And I've had this so many times in the luxury retail space where it was like, uh, like to not be taken seriously. So did you have mm-hmm. those experiences?
0: Yeah, we, um, I definitely did. um, Just dealing with some of these companies, I I think too. um, Yeah, it's just like, oh, like, you know, this is what we want. This is the material we want. And they'll come back with us. Like, no, this is what this is better for you. Like, and it's just cheaper stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, like they would just downgrade our, our two, they'll try to take advantage that, you know, when I was working for rock, I was very successful too, as well. So they would just order stuff like i had this one company we were just getting samples they ordered rolls of the elastic for the underwear and then i never approved it but it's like no you you can you can pay it you're fine you're fine figure it out take it and store it and you know and they just pushed us i feel like it was pushing other ways than what we wanted to go
2: yeah throughout mm-hmm. the process and still um, wasn't delivering we're trying to get our still wasn't the bear, delivering getting our logo in there and they would like pixelate it, and then like blame it on us. I was like, no, like you have to like figure this we, out on your side. This is part of other fault. people.
0: Yeah, we. I mean, just, just. Uh,
2: it's been a journey. <laughs> it
0: yeah. has been a journey, and you know, we've been grateful for our manufacturer. Now, um, it's just a fluid process. Um, you know, he's in the same boat. He's still fighting. You know, fighting for his. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a totally different. Just totally different. um Totally different experience.
2: Which I think the story out of this is, is like when you're developing and creating your brand um, from product all the way into like media placements, right? Like mm-hmm. digital advertising, digital partners, etc. It's like dating. Like you have to go on dates with these vendors and figure out are y'all a match and can y'all develop some sort of like – transactional partnership, right? Mm-hmm. Where you both trust each other. And I think that was like the biggest thing for us was finding those partners and be like, "All right, this is going to work. Let's date." Right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Especially um, remember Danny even in Atlanta, we did a trade show. Yeah. Yeah. We did a trade show and we shouldn't have been there. Um we were 2 months in. We should not have been there. It wasn't our time to be at any trade show, but I was convinced, uh, misled a little bit, but what happened? That's another story. So we did show up. We went there and I just felt like we were stiff around at that trade show. We, we right. paid all this money to get in. They put us in the back in the corner. Um oh, they, yeah. mm-hmm. they they um they wanted some pieces for their fashion show. So we was like, all right, these are the we showed them the pieces and our tinsel to me, like some of the items you have to match it together, right? You can't just throw on our tinsel shorts and just throw on a t-shirt. So they took a set of they took a set. We agree on the set, and they just and they brought back like in the middle of the night. They brought back like half the set, and they wanted to miss. They it just a uh, misrepresentation of our brand. And throughout the whole day, we were like, "Hey, can we just? We don't want our items in the show. If you're not going to display it correctly, then it, this it's, we don't want it in the show." And you know, they just sent sent us on ghost goose chase and just ghosted us the whole day. So it was like it was just it was just a bad taste and experience. Um. We did have like, yeah, we was working like with different people. We we, it's been a process. We change um ad companies like three times. Mm-hmm. Um, just mind you, we're only seven months in right now. So we 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 did. So it's just finding, like I said, Dave said, like, finding that right relationship. I am um, right now. Mm-hmm. We have a great team, which we love. Um, we did pause back, like you said, on the ads. Ads been so great. I didn't realize how much it costs now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just I to run hope. an ad.
1: Yeah, I know a D 2 C company that I won't name that is just like struggling, like great concept and product and great sales, but like for instance the marketing, like Facebook, Instagram, take all of his snap, uh, you know, TikTok and I think it's like sixty seven K per month they're spending. Hmm.
2: Yeah,
0: it's it's I mean we're not <laughs> yeah, <long I> never- <laughs> yeah that's crazy
2: white brand (laughs) and and what's crazy about it is you know you have some of these these companies who are just starting out who may not have like like i've worked in digital advertising like most of my career like i started like in paid social right and so like i know a bit about it our our advertising partner knows a lot about it right and so like we're still getting our ass kicked when it comes to like the spend. And so I can just imagine like, like companies who don't have people who have worked in marketing or no paid social and are having to rely on other agencies or whatever who, you know, like everybody wants money, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I can see it being like a very predatory and not saying any of our partners have been predatory. I'm just saying like, in general, everybody wanna make money, it's capitalism, right? And so like for brands starting out, there is this major in unfair advantage where, like, you don't know how to get your brand out there, and you're going to fall into these traps of trade shows who want want your money and are going to put you in the back. With, pay, like, paid social, where Meta is going to literally steal your dollars. We're well not steal your dollar, but take your dollars. They're but taken.
0: Really
2: no return, right? Mm, yeah, they
1: play a lot of games, especially, like... <laughs> Uh, from, from my site shop GU, which is uh, you know I'm plugging J I Y U shop GU. I have a, a different site, but for women. But um, yeah, they limit like the algorithm. They'll limit. They'll they won't let anyone see your content, or they'll reject content, or they'll limit it until you spend on ads. And mm-hmm. then even after you do a spend, they still limit it in some kind of funky way to keep like this pattern going of spending, spending, spending. But not getting the the results. Yeah, that I understand. And the having a runway of capital is like the number one thing that all founders, regardless mm-hmm. of background, complain about. How the you know the worst part of the business for them is raising the capital and raising the money. Um, I don't know if you did a raise or if your venture backed. But mm. um, no,
0: it's all us. It's, it's, all, it's in all you. Us.
1: Okay, so yeah. you, like self-made, you made men for real.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: but um, yeah, I, I'm just wondering, like how are you gonna navigate that too? Like do you, how big do you want it to be? Do you wanna do a, a seed round? Do you want investors? Would you be fine with owning a portion of your business, right?
0: Um, I mean, for us, that, that thought has crossed like crossed mm-hmm. the mind, but uh, I'm, I'm a hustle, I'm a go-getter. So it's like, uh, Right now're we're, we're, we're good how we're doing it. Um, mm-hmm. we, it it's, of course would be great to have money thrown in. I don't mind like what's giving away a couple percentage, but right now we're just trying to keep it all in-house um, just because I just we're just trying to keep it all in house. So uh, we I, just all work hard. <laughs> we just all work hard on it. I mean, it's still a lot that we want to do. like we're launching a kids line in the fall where we're getting more into women stuff um, launching some more items like next month. There's is a lot and then we're launching our elevated line. In mm-hmm. August, uh, November, between August and November, so it is a lot more that we're doing. Um, cause we're trying to make this a brand brand, not like just a household name, like Danny said. So, it is going to get expensive. So, that, like that's the anxiety part, right? And the ad spend, when I wake up and see these charges. This is also another anxiety, but we're in it to win it.
1: Yeah, entrepreneur knife for <laughs> life is not for the weak of heart. Um, if you could just tell the children. Tell the children because <laughs> I'm being an entrepreneur. Like, if you Google it, if you go on IG and hashtag entrepreneur, it's like scammers with Bentley yep. and helicopters and all of mm-hmm. these kind of floss and flex, right? And like, there is such a mystery. Like, I don't know if this stuff is Airbnb or what, you know, but entrepreneur life is about losing a lot and learning a lot, and like. It's not a straight line. It's like a zigzag, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, people are going to be listening. People are not going to stop starting their line. I was watching Next in Fashion, which I love these fashion shows. These competitive shows are a little bit more um, inclusive, you know? Um, they used to just be, like, one Black person, and then that person was voted off immediately, you know? Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know, they, they speak to it as very, very stressful. And they said that, you know, um, one of the contestants said is, um, fashion is a rich kids, uh, game, you know, and cause you just uh-huh. throw money. It's really thankless. Like you throw so much money at it, it could not sell. And then you got to go back to the drawing board. So, um, but y'all sure is dope enough that I can kind of even envision like how far this could go. Obviously I'm rooting for the women's stuff, um, so, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm excited for it. Um, yeah. I, I love, like, the lounge pants, like, the cream colors. Um, tell us um, – I kind of got an idea of, like, what you don't like about the business, but what are you enjoying about building Mate for All right now?
0: Uh, personally, I, I'm enjoying the whole process. I think I told Danielle last week, like, I'm actually enjoying this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I never – with all the stresses, I think, because the odds are so much against us, um, as just like all the challenges we're facing. But I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the whole concept. I'm really excited for, like, next month with the woman stuff. Um, and, and just I'm excited for, like, our fall collection. It's going to be crazy. I'm excited. I'm just trying to get more in tune with it and when i say that just like one thing that we have like before we started we had our vision boards we had our maps our, our calendars for like the next two years and we
2: got lost and all that
0: we got lost <laughs> um we got lost and so you know it's instead of just like throwing shit out there too like i feel like we were about to get at that point you know my manufacturer's like like i said we i speak to him like every he's like a, a best friend and he's just kind of like yo <laughs> like you know we, we need to like, where's We need to like make sure we stay with the vision. Feel like this, because you know, you're, you're building a brand brand. You're not, you're not just throwing out collections of shirts or different designs, nothing against all that, but we are building something else totally different. And so getting back to that vision um, board and just mapping it all out, which is my goal for next week, but it, it's, it's just an exciting process. Yeah.
2: And I feel like it's a it's kind of like one of the conundrum things where like, as you would kind of say, you know what we don't like, but like, I think what we don't like is also what we do like, right? Like, I do find it exciting to try to beat the algorithm and, and, and do paid social and, and, yeah. and figure out ways to get seen, to get people to visit our website, to um, like, we have some really creative ideas to try to t- talk about. The difference between other brands and our brands—that that spotlight quality, like so, like there are things that we're working on that's gonna try to like address some of those digital issues of like understanding our quality. Um, but I say that to say, like, as much as we complain about X, Y, Z, like we also really get up to enjoy and push towards X, Y, Z, right? And so, yeah, I we we love I love every aspect of it. I think there's times where we get frustrated, right? And I think yeah. that right. what's not talked about is like when you have a business partner, like the frustrations, the sometimes anger or misunderstanding that comes along with having to like communicate together at times, and that that's something that just every day. <laughs> but like we do it a way, <laughs> we figure it out a way to propel forward as opposed to it throwing us backwards, right? And we don't take it personal; it's business.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then, um, you know, I and I'm not saying this person is a competitor, but like, I think when people think about luxury basics, like they may think of like first, like fear of God, but I know that fear mm-hmm. of God is very like celeb aligned. You know, it when you look at fear of God, and you feel it, it is cool, it's great quality, but it is, it's not a ton of it's pretty simple, you know, and their
2: product.
0: Right. <laughs> waiting for that. <laughs>
2: you know, I wanted to throw that in there. The product kill its not good quality. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
0: Oh not gosh.
1: People. But that's what I'm saying. Like people are like more inclined to let that shit go because, like, early days, Kanye endorsed it, you know. And so, mm-hmm. how do you feel about that? Like, every celebrity has a skincare line. Every celebrity has a clothing line. Um... Like, how important is that to you? You just want to do your it's, own thing, to connect with the I, regular consumer, you know.
0: So that's also been another situation. I have a rolodex of um, high, I guess influential people, mm-hmm. um, especially in the sports world, some in music, but it's it's like um i you just gotta win them over right and that's just pretty much what we're trying to do is just win them over we seeded lots of people i know directly text with them that they're going to post they're going to share love they love the product i get all these text messages but it's like can you share it though you know what i'm saying it's like that's mm-hmm. and you know my, and my team like danny um chad on our team like it, that's that's probably the more frustrating part it's like we're giving out and ton- i'm not just giving out it's like a hoodie and shirts we're giving out every single item to, to, to these people. So we're getting packages and they're in these glass boxes to when we give our influencers and celebrities. And it's just like, come on. I probably see it between 50 to 75 people and getting yeah. the love back. And, you know, i have done stuff for them in the past as far as, you know, just help them out or just, but getting the love back has been challenging. It is challenging. So we've been like, we, we, <laughs> I'm going to continue to do it, but we just, um yeah it's just hard
1: yeah um i think we lost our versions we're toward the end so it's okay <laughs> um what is the um overall vision um you know when you are looking forward like what is the the future for um, Mate for all
0: so if, if the future is just to continue to develop and evolve um you know, I stand by every piece that we that we put out so far, but it's just also just involving them to be better, right? So, you know, coming up next month, like I said, we're we're gonna start introducing ourselves to more woman clothing. A lot of our clothing now is unisex, um, so like next month we're gonna bring out some some bikers and some leggings and sports top, but it, we're still trying to make sure we stay in our lane of leisure wear. So it's like it's like leisure active kind of
2: thing. Mm-hmm. These yeah. On
0: go. So we um still gonna be premium quality, recyclable, um sustainable. Everything's gonna be made in Los Angeles. So we're kind of putting a little rush on next because we are gonna do our second pop up um next month at Black on the Block and possibly another one. Um, and then like I said, just getting into the kids line this summer and just getting into that elevated that elevated collection that we've been wanting to do, where the the price point is a little bit higher, but the quality what you're getting it, it's it's worth it. Um, and just continue to develop really
1: do you want, like, at some point, do you want like stores? Like, do you want to be mm-hmm. in stores or would you just like to be kind of hanging adjacent to you, know, in the Saxman section, like next to something else?
0: I, we, we are open to it all. Um, we are open I, to all, of course, it'd be nice to have our own, our own flagship stores eventually. Um, but I, we have to take our steps. Um, just, and just kind of see whenever the right timing is for us. But yes, that, that is a goal. That is a goal for us. Um, but it's just going to take time or so it's going to take time. Not, I keep forgetting we're only, I keep saying it cause I keep forgetting we're only seven months in and I know I only say it takes like two to three years to really grow a brand. <laughs> <I know>. So <laughs> it's still a lot ahead of us, but, um, yeah. we're going to get there sooner.
1: No, no, you, your launch is strong. Like for, I can see the research and development in it, and it's difficult. Um, you know, like you said with capitalism, to make things yeah. in the USA to source and make them here, like that is like huge when we talk about fast yeah. fashion and how all that junk ends up in Ghana and you know the way. Yes, it, like, all our yeah. junk is a really horrible. We have to do something differently, and you're a part of it. You're someone that's like when I start my line, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do this and truly make it sustainable and American. Um, The one thing I'll say too is um, made for all it it says it in the name is for everyone. I think sometimes black founders um, feel some kind of way like they want to be black founders and they want the client to be black. But like in order to be competitive, it really does have to be for for everyone. Right.
2: To say that, like I think we, it's very much implied in our name that like, yo, you can, you can buy our product. We're literally made for all. And we do want to, as we grow to make sure that people feel that like no matter their personal identity, that they're welcomed within our, like to, to, to wear our brand. Right. Cause that's obviously been an issue with other brands, but for us, made for all just isn't about saying like, Oh, this product is made for you. In a sense, it's more of that members club of like m- made for all like is about greatness, like greatness is made for all and you have to believe it. And when you get the access to the club is when you start to believe in yourself, believe in your dreams. And it's not just about chasing the dreams, like understanding that those dreams are already yours. You just have to figure out how to, how to, how to live them. Right. So like for us, made for all is literally about the achievement and success and saying that like that quote, quote, American dream, like can be your reality in a sense that achieve whatever you want.
1: Yeah, I think sometimes um, and I've dealt with this in the past, for instance, like if I had a shoe and, you know, my brand was black owned, but like my models, you know, for instance, were not black or something like I would get like feedback about that. Like, why don't you use any black models? You know, like, <laughs>
0: yeah, like, yeah.
1: you know, like, oh, you're trying to like not no one's trying to hide the fact that they're a black founder by using like white models or non black models mm-hmm. at like you're trying to widen your your net you know like because a black consumer you could not grow any kind of company with just one kind of yeah. i don't think you can be competitive that way but i love your thoughts on that
2: no we agree and that's why i think if you'll see in our market material like we'll we use you Know a white model, we'll use a black model, like we're kind of all over the place in it. As we, we that's like been a real big conversation between me and Brandon is making sure that, like, hey, are we making sure we're representing like a, a worldwide brand here that's not just like pivoted into just a, the black community, yeah. but also right. still making sure that the black community knows that we're here, yeah, like, yeah, we're we're, we're
1: we're we're here first, like, y'all first, <laughs> like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, like you open, you're opening the door for for black people, but it is for um, everyone. And just like any one little piece of advice for, you know, because everyone, and their mama is starting the clothing line. Like to tell that you could share with the audience, like uh, you know, this is what we
0: don't do. I mean, besides consistency, I, I think the biggest thing is that like I, I just we start something, we don't finish it. It's just following it all the way through um there's going to be challenges so you have to pace yourself i think that's one thing too that i'm still learning because yep. um, i want to do it all we all like our team wants to do it all but it's like we have to pace ourselves in order to sustain like said, in the climate um, just because of how cause it, it, it is costly to actually start a brand um and kind of just narrow your search down i, th- I think we're we're we to like 40 something items. So it's kind of like, I think we're, we stretched out that array of uh, how many different products we have. But I think just to stay focused on a few and just grow it that way.
2: Yeah. I, I would say. It's definitely the patient, right? It's being patient and knowing that like, we've, we've done this in seven months. But like, if, if it takes you two years to do it, like, it's okay. Like, you, you have to do it in the steps that you have to do it.
1: Yeah, I think people definitely get influenced by like the Kylie's of the world and they don't see basically this girl's been groomed from birth to like, yeah, a point yeah, launch brand, right? She has a ton of support and exposure and all that stuff. So I think people are comparing yourself, like, I think, you know, they say comparison is a thief of joy, like, you got to be zoned mm. in internally and focus on your own. Journey and not like compare like this person's doing that and that person's doing that, right? One
0: hundred percent. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, how do we keep up with you? Do you have a newsletter? Can I, you know, give you my burner email? Like,
2: how <laughs> go to our website. You're gonna get a pop up. Put in your your text message, your email. You'll get, I think it's a twenty percent or thirty percent discount code. And then that'll sign you up for the. That'll turn you up for <laughs> <ready. laughs> the newsletter. Is that what we getting up thirty already? <laughs> <laughs>
0: but no, but uh, definitely find up, follow us. We just started our. I like to steps, and we just started our newsletter this month. Was this month, or last month, but we just started sending out newsletters. Um, we're still developing them; they're gonna get better. So continue just to just support. We appreciate that.
2: Yeah, and follow our, follow the socials. Like we're constantly posting stuff. Um, we're, we want to post more, but like we're, we're constantly posting and that, you know, made for all co is all of our socials. And then our website is mayforall.com. So like, yeah.
1: Wow. I'm so appreciative of your time and intention today. I'm so glad to have met you, spoken to you, and I also get to wear you. It will definitely won't be the last time, but I look forward to the next
2: pop-up. Thank you so much for being on. You have to wear something today. Oh, and thank um, you for having sure us. Make sure you um get in our DM after and we'll try to we'll send you something too.
1: Oh, okay. Like I'm gonna say 10? no, I'll definitely sign up <laughs> talk about merch. <laughs> thank you Perfect. So much. Have a lovely Sunday.
0: You too. All right as well. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye.